Welcome to another episode of Lessons from a Prodigal. My name is Mike Peroni and I am your host. And today is Tuesday, June the 23rd, 2020. Um, I hope and pray that you're all doing well. Uh, I'd like to throw out a happy belated Father's Day to all the dads out there um, that are listening. Um, I hope and pray that you had a great holiday, a great day, that you were honored that your kids spoiled you to death, and uh, that you have uh, built yet more memories that you will cherish for a lifetime. So I hope you had a great day. Um, I want to get right into what we're going to be talking about, um, because I think, uh, you know, we have a lot to cover, and, and I don't know if I'm going to get it done in one podcast, but and I'm in no rush, because we need to really talk about this. I know every week I say, oh, this topic is vital and this topic is important. And they are, and each one is vital. But I I can honestly say that this is probably the most important topic that we will be talking about because we really need to ask ourselves some questions, which is good. You know, we need to always keep ourselves in check. And I hope that this podcast helps you to do that by bringing up these topics and asking questions. Because we need to understand, again, as we've been talking about, that you know, there's a lot going on in this world right now. And there's a lot of lies and a lot of deception taking place. And um, we really need to, to make sure that we, we, we got ourselves covered and that we're protecting ourselves so that we will not fall into the lies and the deception that the enemy has been bringing onto this world and continues to bring into this world. And, um, and it's easy, to, again, to, to fall into that. Um, no one's exempt from it. And, uh, and I think we need to really have an understanding of this topic of what we're talking about. And that's going to really challenge us as believers. It's really going to, um, you know, make you think. And I hope it does anyways. <laughs> and I really hope that regardless of who you are and how strong you are in the Lord right now or... Or, if, you know, if you've been walking with the Lord for years and years, or maybe even all your life, I hope and pray that you'll, you'll take this seriously and, and really contemplate um, what we're talking about. Because, again, you know, whenever people fall into sin, whenever people fall short, you know, it's because we've been lied to. It's because we've been deceived. And we weren't wise enough to recognize that we were actually being lied to and deceived until of course it's too late and the consequences are exposed and everything comes out and then we realize oh my god what did I do you know and uh but uh I do have to say one thing that I'm very thankful for not the deception not the lies of course not um but I am thankful that if I was going to be deceived and lied to that it happened now that it happened now while I'm still alive, that it happened while I still have a chance to make the wrong right, that it happened now that I still have an opportunity to be able to repent and to ask the Lord's forgiveness and to ask the Lord to open my eyes and and to reveal the truth into my mind and into my heart. I'm thankful that it happened now because a day is gonna come, you know, and again, I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm not trying to, to get everybody all paranoid, you know. But let's be honest, you know, a day is going to come 
when we are going to be called from this earth and each and every one of us are going to stand before the Lord and we're going to have to give an account of our lives. I mean, that's just going to happen. Regardless of it happens during the end times, if this is the end times, who knows? <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Even if it's not the end times, you know, a day is going to come when we're going to um, be called from this earth. And again, that could happen today. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen a year from now. It could happen 10 years from now. It could happen whenever. But a day is going to come. And when we stand before the Lord, you know, that's going to tell all. And I've been reading the Bible about a couple incidents um, that are very sad. And, and to be honest, the people are going to find themselves in a situation where they realize that at that time, that forever how long it may have been, maybe all their life or maybe, you know, a short period, I don't know. But they're going to come to find a time where they've realized that they've been lied to and deceived. Unfortunately, though, at that time, it's going to be too late. It's going to be too late because at that time, when you're standing before the Lord, there's no going back. There's no going back to make the wrong right. There's no going back to learn your lessons. There's no going back to ask forgiveness because when you're standing before the Lord, that is the day of judgment. And that's the day that the Lord decides where we're going. And so if we're going to be deceived, if we're going to be lied to, (laughs) um, as silly as this may sound, I'm just thankful that it's happening now while we have time to, to make the wrong right when we have time to find the truth. And I don't want to be in that position. And I don't want anybody I know and love to be in that position. I want to be able to stand before the Lord with confidence, with awe, but also with confidence, knowing that I lived the life that he's called me to live. I want every loved one that I love and care about and uh, pray for to be able to also stand before the Lord with confidence and wanting to hear those words that the Lord tells his faithful followers, you know, good job, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into thy rest. Those those are the words I want to hear. Those are the words I want to hear come out of the Lord's mouth when I stand before him, regardless of what I've done, regardless of how my life's been. You know, there's still hope. And I'm glad that these trials and tribulations and everything that's happened in my life, I'm thankful that I'm still able to live and experience um, and have the opportunity to to grow and to learn and have an opportunity to make the wrong right. And uh, so I don't know what brought this up. I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's because this Saturday uh, I'm going to be turning 59. And um, if you're a weirdo like me, uh, I don't know, every year, when I get to my birthday, I always have a time to, to, to reflect and to think about my life. And, you know, my life's been good. It really has. I really am thankful to the Lord for, uh, you know, for Diane and for the kids and my grandchildren and my siblings. And, you know, <laughs> thankful for the parents I had. 
you know, um, I'm thankful that, you know, even in spite of everything, you know, God still loves me and still cares and that he has protected me. And uh, it's hard to believe that <laughs> I made it this far. Um, you know, I mean, I've, I've put myself in many situations that the outcome should have been um, disastrous. But by God's hand, you know, he protected me. I mean, when you're driving the, the wrong way on the expressway and you got a semi-truck coming right at you, uh, yeah, I guess you would expect disaster to happen. But somehow, somehow, some way, God got me out of that predicament and uh, got me home safely. <laughs> so I'm very thankful for that. But I don't know what's brought this whole topic on other than the fact that I know that as I was talking to the Lord last night, and again, I don't know how many more years I'll have left on this earth, but I do know this, that I want to end the race strong. I want to end the race and be found faithful when the Lord does call me home. And, and I don't want to fall back into any more lies and deception of the enemy. <clears throat> and I told the Lord last night, even if I have to, even though I've been serving him for 30 plus years or whatever, how long it's been, I told him, even if I have to go back to the very beginning and start over and start fresh, I want to do that. You know, you would think someone of, of serving the Lord for 30 years wouldn't have to go back and, and reread about salvation and reread about, um, you know, how you get saved and, and following the Lord and, and all that. But I told the Lord, if I have to do that, I will. And I think many of us, um, who have especially have fallen and fallen into sin after serving the Lord for, for years or whatever, how long it's been for you. But I think it's a good attitude to take because obviously something went wrong. Obviously I missed something. Obviously um, I missed something. <laughs> and if I have to go back and be a babe in Christ again, then I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to do whatever I have to do to make sure that I, first of all, don't make the same mistakes again. And secondly, that I, I can finish the race strong. Even if I have to finish the race <clears throat> as a babe in Christ, I don't care. I just need to go back, and I'm not too proud to admit that. <laughs> and so that's what I'm going to do. And I think it's important for all of us to, to go back. Um, some of you have been serving the Lord for a long time. Some of you are pastors that I know that listen to this. And um, even, even if you feel or know that you're strong in the Lord, I still think we need to go back and reflect. Even if, you, if you're part of a ministry, if you're a pastor of a church or a leader of a group, um, you have to go back and ask those questions. It may not be concerning your salvation, but we'll ask the questions like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Am I doing what I'm doing for the right reasons? Am I doing what I'm doing with the right motives? You know, I, have I continued to have a humble spirit as I grew in the ministry and grow as a leader? Am I keeping that humility? Um, again, these are important questions, I believe, that leaders and pastors and, and Christians who are being used in ministry <clears throat> need to ask themselves. But, and the reason I think I'm 
I want to talk about this because again, the enemy, he is the master of lies. He is the, the master of deception. And I've just read a couple of verses as I was thinking about this and reminded again that there are going to be people who, when they stand before the Lord, are going to find out that they've been lied to and they've been deceived. And it's going to be a very sad day for them. It's going to be a sad day for them. And um, I don't want to be one of those people. Again, if I have to learn and from my mistakes, I'm thankful I can learn now. And we need to, each and every one of us, need to look back and see where our hearts are today. You know, just because we call ourselves Christians, that doesn't necessarily mean that we are all set, um, that we're, we're going to be uh, approved by God when we stand before him. Because every one of us are going to. And we need to find out why we call ourselves Christians. Why are you a follower of Christ? What does it mean to be a true Christian? <laughs> Am I walking that walk that God wants me to walk that leads me to heaven? You know, again, as a reminder, the Bible tells us clearly that wide is the road that leads to destruction and narrow is the road that leads to life. And those are words that we need to take to heart. Um, a couple other scriptures that, that I want to bring to you to set the, set the stage for what we're speaking on is that, you know, again, the day is going to come when all of us have to stand before the Lord. And, uh, you know, God has given his warnings out. Um, in the book of Revelation, uh, we read in Revelation 3, as God is speaking to the church of Laodicea. I think I said that right. But listen to what he says. He says, these are the words of the amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. And in verse 16, he says, so because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Those are pretty strong words. And those are words not just to put on paper, but those are the words that Jesus means. That God doesn't want us to be lukewarm. He doesn't want us to be hot. He doesn't want us to be cold. He'd rather have us hot or cold. <laughs> you know, he'd rather have you not believe in all, believe in him at all, you know, and not, not acknowledge him and not, not say you're a believer and, and not live the life that you're supposed to. He'd rather, he'd rather just, you just be absolutely cold or he would rather have you be absolutely hot, on fire for him, proclaiming his name everywhere you go, not ashamed of the gospel, living a life that everybody knows what you, what you believe and who you're following. He would rather have you hot or cold than to be lukewarm. There's something about having one foot in the world and one foot in heaven that doesn't mix well with the Lord. He wants all of our hearts or he wants none of it. And for those that are lukewarm, Again, the devil's just lying to them. He's telling them, hey, you're okay. You're going to be fine. Hey, you said a sinner's prayer. You're all set no matter how you live your life. You're okay. You know, these are all lies and deceptions that people are going to realize and find out. Not now. Well, hopefully now if they want to seek the truth. But if they don't and they're content where they're at or, or if they're, you know, content where they're at, 
then they're not going to seek the truth and they're going to continue to be lied to until the day they stand before the Lord to find out then that they've been lied to. And it's going to be a sad day. Again, even again, if you're a strong believer and you're following the Lord, of course we cannot forget the scripture that we find in, in Matthew. And if I could find my page here, um, that talks about the people that stand before the Lord. And there, oh, here it is, I'm sorry, Matthew 7, verse uh, 21. And the Lord says, again, just to remind you, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Verse 22, it says, Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and in your name drive out demons, and perform many miracles? And what's Jesus replied to them? In verse 23, Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. So again, another scene of people who were thinking they were, they were all set, that they were ready to meet the Lord and proudly stood before him because they did all these miracles and, and prophesied his word and, and did actual work that they thought in the name of the Lord. But the Lord said, I tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Now, those are pretty <laughs> strong scriptures. And, you know, it's not scriptures people want to hear. And again, not to knock the churches. I'm not here to knock churches. But I believe that there is an absence, absence of these messages, these scriptures being preached. Why? Because they don't want to scare anyone. They don't want to offend anyone. They don't want to bring down the, the hammer of truth. And all they're doing is depriving people of the truth. And it's just, again, the enemy will jump on that and use that and continue to keep people in deception, keep, keep, continue to keep the blinders on them to thinking that, hey, I'm, I'm actually okay. But we need to find out if we're okay. And we need to go back to the basics. And we're going to need to go back and talk about what it means to be a Christian. Why are you following Christ? Why do you believe in Christ? You know, these are questions that we have to ask ourselves. You know, are you going to church, a, a, a Christian church, because you want to? Is because, or is it because, you know, this is what you've done all your life. This is what you were taught as a child. <clears throat> this is what you do. You just, it's just normal to go to church once every Sunday, you know, attend mass, attend service, whatever you call um, your, your service. Why are you following Christ? What is your motive? What is your reason? Because we need to come to a heart decision. We need to come to understand that following Christ is more than just acknowledging who he is. It's more than just going to church. It's more than just being part of ministry. You know, it's more than just giving of your tithe. It's more than just helping and reaching out to the poor and to fight for those things that are that are wrong to make them right. Again, not to say that that's wrong, as those are all good things and things we need to be doing. But really, what is the bottom line? Why are you a Christian? And I know that, you know, there's many people, you know, various um, beliefs out there that are listening to this podcast, but I want to understand that when we talk about Christian, I'm not talking about a religion, okay? Um, 
I'm not talking about, you know, the Catholic Church. I'm not talking about, you know, Baptist, Lutheran, um, you know, uh, not denominational. I'm not talking about Pentecostal churches. I'm talking about the Christian faith. Because whether you are Catholic or whether you're a Baptist, Lutheran, if you believe in Jesus, we all have the same foundation. We all believe Jesus came into this world. We all believe that Jesus died on a cross and that three days later he rose again. We all have that same belief. You know, how you choose to practice that belief, whether through the Catholic teaching or Baptist teaching or, you know, Pentecostal teaching, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about religion here. I'm talking about faith. And we need to get to the bottom of this because I don't want any one of us to be deceived and to think that we're going to be okay and come and stand before the Lord to find out that we're not. What a sad day that's going to be for a lot of people. And we need to understand what it means to be a Christian and what that all entails. And that's what I want to talk about um, for sure next week and if God takes it farther than that. But until then, I want you to take this week to think about that. Set down your pride, okay? <laughs> All right. Take that. Take away your position. Take away your title. Okay. Take away all the years that you've been serving the Lord. Take away, you know, how strong you may think you are in Christ. And as a babe in Christ, I want you to come before the Lord and really think about your walk with Him. Think about your faith. Ask yourself a couple questions. Ask yourself, why do I believe in God? Why do I believe in Jesus? You know, did I come to find the truth myself? Or did I, am I just doing what family tradition tells me to do? I've always been a Christian. That's the way I live. That's what I believe. You know, um, my parents taught me it. You know, ask yourself, why do, why do I go to church every week? Again, am I going to actually meet with God? Am I actually going to to hear from God's word? Am I going to because I want to learn, because I want to grow? Or am I going because that's all I did all my life? You know, I was raised in a Catholic family. And uh, you better believe every Sunday, <laughs> you know, we were at church. You know, Christmas Eve, midnight mass. My mom and dad hauled off six kids to, and went to church. You know, Easter you know, we went to church because, and, and you better believe you either, you either got there early or you were going to stand because the church is so packed during that service. But is that why I'm going to church? Because that's what I was taught. Why am I doing the Lord's work? You know, am I doing it because I feel called to it or am I just doing it because I know I have to do something good? Um, am I doing it because it makes me noticed and, you know, you know, it makes me feel good and, and other people look at me and that makes me feel good, you know, that other people are seeing my good works. I mean, I think these are very serious questions that we ask, need to ask ourselves because the bottom line, my friends, is this. It's not going to come down to what you do for the Lord, whether you go to heaven or not. It's going to come down to your relationship with him. And that's what basically we're going to talk about next week is relationship. Because faith is a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's just not knowing him. It's just not acknowledging him. 
is actually having a relationship with him. And if that's the case, then what does that mean? What does it mean to have a relationship with Jesus? What's that look like? What's that picture look like? Well, we're going to find out as we go through the word. Some pretty strong scriptures because, you know, you know, we represent Christ. Okay, do we understand that? If you're calling yourself a Christian, you are a representative of Jesus Christ. It's like your children, you know, fathers, your children. <laughs> they represent you, you know. And if your children are out there and, and causing havoc and breaking the law and, and, and not really having a good reputation in the community or even within your family, who's that a reflection on? That's a reflection on you. You know, my children, thank God, are, are awesome boys, awesome men, you know. And, and I would hope that, you know, it's a reflection on me, you know, and how I brought them up. And, uh, and I'm thankful that God, you know, brought my boys up to believe and that they are taking that faith and making it their own. They're not just doing it because mom and dad taught them. They're doing it because that's what they believe in their hearts. And so, but they're a reflection of who I am and who Diane is of their parents. Well, it's no different as a believer. You want to know why God takes this so seriously? Because how we are as Christians, the reflection on God. You know, how many times do you hear people say, well, I'm not going to follow God because I see so-and-so doing this or so-and-so doing that. You know, I'm not going to follow Jesus because, you know, because of the hypocrites out there that claim to be claim to be Christians, but live a totally different life. And unfortunately, that's true. Unfortunately, it is a bad reflection on the Lord. You know, not, it makes God look bad, and it makes people not want to follow God because of our actions. And so this is very vital that we come to grips with this. And not only is it going to benefit others, but most importantly, you know, it's to benefit us individually. Because there is no other life than a life of a Christian. There is no other life more important than being a follower of Jesus Christ. And we need to really come to a point where we come into the reality of why we're calling ourselves Christians. Why am I going to church? Why am I doing the work for the Lord? And so I want you to contemplate that this week. And again, Put everything away. Set everything aside. Set all the years that you've served him. Set aside your position. Come before the Lord humbly. Even if you come as a new babe in Christ. <laughs> and ask the Lord to show you. Show you the truth. Show you your heart. And if, if there's any blinders that need to be removed, pray to the Lord to remove those. And next week we're going to talk about what it means to be a Christian and what that looks like. And so I hope you'll continue to join us and, uh, and that you would, again, pass this along to anyone you believe needs to hear these message, messages. And, um, and let's get this right, folks. You know, this is not a game <laughs> that we're playing here, okay? This is, has to deal with our lives, and it deals with our souls, and it deals with our eternal, eternal destination. And like you, or like me, I hope that you want to be able to have that same desire to stand before the Lord with confidence, knowing because of him 
because of his grace, because of his mercy, because of his love, but also because of your love for him and your obedience to him, that you can stand before the Lord confidently, knowing, regardless of what you've done, <laughs> regardless of, of, don't even think about any of that, but you can stand before the Lord confidently, knowing that you will be accepted into his kingdom. So I hope that you'll take this seriously this week and really do some soul searching. And we'll talk about this some more next week. So until then, I hope you have a great week. Um, I'm appreciating the feedback that people are giving each week. seems like our audience is slowly growing. And I appreciate you spreading the word about this podcast. And again, let share it with those who know to hear it, who need to hear it. And um, continue to, to give me the comments. Any questions, any prayer requests, you can catch me on Facebook, message me. Or if you have my phone number, you can text me. My email address is mjp5861 at yahoo.com. And I hope to see you back next week or know that you're back next week. And um, until then, God bless you.